Monday happy days, Tuesday, Wednesday happy days, Thursday, Friday happy days, the weekend comes, my cycle humps, ready to race to you. Hello and welcome to Happy Days Are Here Again, the only podcast that knows the true meaning of the phrase, sit on it. Sit on it. My name is Aaron and on today's episode we'll be looking at... What else? Happy days. Season wait, wait a second. Stop the <laughs> stop the presses. <laughs> Season one, episode eight, the skin game. Oh, originally broadcast on March fifth, nineteen seventy four. Here we are again. Another episode of Happy Days. <laughs> Another happy day. That's true. Uh, this one written. And directed by the same people uh, I thought the last episode was written by, uh, written by William S. Bickley, mm-hmm. who was also the executive producer of Happy Days, and directed by Mel Ferber, his final Happy Days episode <laughs> oh, no. as director. So goodbye, Mel. Bye, Mel. It was nice knowing you. You gave us a few good shots, but uh, come on. You got to get Jerry Paris back in there. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't quite had the Paris touch, you uh, know. No. Je he, he tries too hard. <laughs> <laughs> what you can see all over this episode and the last one and the first because he did yeah, the pilot. He's making Jerry look bad. <coughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I think I caught something from Howard. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this episode, the skin game, um, not a classic. I gotta just say, no. fraud, not a kind of among the worst of the eight. It's so not far. good. No, it's re- this is probably the most padded out episode we have watched so far. <laughs> it is so insanely padded in the middle. I was like really, and <sighs> we'll get to it. Yeah, but it starts out with Ralph Mouth. He's he's talking about a stripper he saw. God, she peels off the gloves, right? And then she reaches around with one hand and unzips her dress real slow. Telephone call for Richie Cunningham. Hey, Richie, phone. It's your mother. Tell her I'll call her back, okay? Look, I got glutton salite melting all over my hand. I don't have time to be no personal message service. So anyway. Mom, can I call you back? (laughs) All right, but could you talk fast? I'm sitting there. She stopped. Loaf of rye bread. And TP. TP? <laughs> Mom, you can say toilet paper over the phone. <laughs> Listen, Mom, I gotta get going. Ralph Mouse telling us about biology. <laughs> right. I won't forget, Mom. See you. Then she ran behind the curtain. Wow. I had to lift four car bumpers and take a cold shower. Wish I was there. How'd you get in? That's (laughs) terrific. Too much. I just. (laughs) Who said that? I love all the ADR all over that scene. Like, (laughs) wish I was there. (laughs) That's terrific. (laughs) (laughs) I had to lift four bumpers and take a cold shower. Jesus, mouth. He had a serious boner. <laughs> yeah, come on, four bumpers. He's yeah. just wait—he's just walking around lifting <coughs> bumpers. He's just—you know how heavy cars were in the fifties? They were all metal. Oh yeah, they're, they're at least like three cars today to equal <laughs> yeah. one fucking jalopy. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, uh, Ralph is uh, horny and full of rage. 
uh, after he goes to the paint palace. Um, but yeah, I like the, uh, it, it's kind of cute, TP. They TP? can say toilet paper on TV in 1974, you know? It was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> they had only just gotten a phone, <laughs> the Cunninghams, <laughs> which is nice. But he does reference Arthur Murray's dance party, which yeah, I did look up. I as, looked it up uh, too. Yeah. Long running, 10 years, <laughs> spanned the entire 50s, 1950 to wow. 1960. I also read that it was like the only show that aired on all four networks. Yeah, it was like one of six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also the, the Wikipedia page, like the first paragraph was just like, it was clearly a thinly veiled advertisement <laughs> for the dance studio. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, that's all anything was at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Arthur Murray. But it does, uh, apparently there's only a very few uh, kinescopes that are preserved of that show. Kinescopes. But among them is a performance of Buddy Holly Buddy playing, Holly, that's pe- right. playing Peggy Sue on the show. Wow. Which seems like a very odd mix of things. Yeah. The Arthur Murray Dance Studio. What do you, how can Holly. you dance to that? Yeah, in like a formal say, way. <laughs> it did say on the in the in the Wikipedia article that that episode has like this weird incongruity of these uh the dancers who are dressed in this like exceedingly formal wear <laughs> and buddy holly's doing it and the and the dancers are like screaming like it's you know beatlemania or something <laughs> it's, it's at wow. the library of congress folks check it out come on <laughs> but yeah potsy uh you know they Potsy's horny too. Potsy's back to be. He is raring to go. Exceedingly horny. (laughs) Just intensely horny. And he cooks up an idea to go to the Pink Palace. Eddie's Pink Palace. Eddie's Pink Palace, which. (laughs) Yeah, great name. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Eddie's a good guy. We'll get to him. But uh, he cooks up an idea to get some false IDs. And who's going to help him get them? The one, the only? Fonzie. Fonzie. Who else are they going to turn to in their hour of need? Yeah, I do love it. They're just leaning into it now. The, the, the line is like, yeah. he's like, where are we going to get fake IDs? And he's like, we know a Fonzie, don't he's we? He's like, don't we have a friend named Fonzie? <laughs> yeah. It's like, he's literally solved every problem we've had. He's in every scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah. When Fonzie's not on screen, every character should be asking, where's where, Fonzie? I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> So they get him to come over uh, to the Cunningham house. Yeah, uh, and it's a nice. Uh, it's it's kind of funny. Uh, you know, Mister <laughs> Mister Tom Bosley can't open a pickle jar or some kind of jar. Yeah, it's got a nice. It's got the classic. You know, dad struggling, and the mom comes over, pops <laughs> oh, it right off. You loosened it up for me. Yeah, Tom Bosley once again humiliated. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming, <laughs> yeah, he is screaming throughout that scene as well. Yeah, but Fonzie and Potsy come over with a little guy named Pockets. Who are you waiting for, Richie? I'm not waiting, he's just sitting. You want to try my hula hoop, Dad? Oh, Joni, adults don't play with hula hoops, and Bessie did. Oh, yeah, she hula hooped <laughs> right out the front door, and nobody saw her for four days. Did you get it open, dear? Not yet. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. Howard's always in control. Yeah. Hi, Mr. Cunningham. Fonzie. Fonzie. Oh, hey, what a surprise. I didn't know you guys were coming over tonight. What's this? 
Name's Pockets. Quiet little guy. Well, I guess we'll uh, go on upstairs now. Mm. Yeah. See you later. Now, what kind of a mother would name her child Pockets? Kangaroo? <laughs> Mary, I can't get this thing open. You must have loosened it for me. No. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> but yes, Pockets, Pockets. Guest star, Frank Severo. I guess not a guest no. star at the time, <laughs> just a character actor. <laughs> no. But uh, probably most famous as the uh, uh, Frankie Carbone in, in Goodfellas. That's the, right. The yeah. guy who is found in the meat that's, truck. <laughs> that's he's frozen. <laughs> His wife comes in with the fur <laughs> yes. after the Latanza heist. Yep. And he has to like shove her out the Take door. Take it back. Take it back. <laughs> yeah. But yes, also in, in many other things, uh, Godfather <laughs> Part Two, The Wedding Singer. <laughs> little Nikki. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> New York, New York, <laughs> and the inspiration for Louis on Simpsons. That's right, yeah. Which probably, I mean, certainly based on his character in Goodfellas and not the actor himself. Right, right, I right, hope right. He, I hope he lived long enough to see that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's a very odd-looking character. Yeah, he has a New York person. hat on, so once again, it's like, where are they exactly? Where are we? Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody loves the Yanks. <laughs> Mickey Mantle, especially yeah. then. Yeah, exactly. They couldn't. They won like every World Series. Maybe at this then. point, it was supposed to be set. Like they were intending See, for it to be set. I kind of think so because in earlier episodes they mentioned Yonkers and Atlantic City. That's true. You know, certainly East Coast. Right. Some somewhere on the East Coast because it doesn't look like you know it's clearly not Brooklyn. Or no, I mean maybe know, like maybe it's outer, like Queens. outer Queens or something. Yeah, yeah. Long Island even. You but know? Richie is such a like a Midwestern oaf. Yeah, as is Tom Bosley. See, <laughs> yeah, look, <laughs> listen to him. Come on. <clears throat> so yeah, once again, we are unclear on where Happy Days takes place. And the thing is, once they reveal it's Milwaukee, <laughs> it's not like they change anything. Right, it's, they just they just say Milwaukee every time. <laughs> yeah. Well, they go up into Richie's room. Oh my god! And there's a there's a real comedy of errors going on up there. Yeah. <laughs> With Mary. And eventually, it just you know he doesn't uh, Richie doesn't get his fake ID. No, it's the funny thing about the ID is like they didn't have pictures on them, so like the ID is just. Someone writing on a card your name. Right? And how age. difficult? Yeah. <laughs> why it, do they need anybody to do this? It doesn't really make sense. Why? <sighs> He's got really good handwriting. Remember, because he has. Uh, a great forgery of Dwight D. Eisenhower's signature, and that proves his handwriting. That may have been in the portion of the video that was corrupted and I couldn't watch, <laughs> which was part of the scene. So oh, no. <laughs> I was missing a few a few key moments so, in Pockets' so, performance. So Pockets so. is basically someone with really good penmanship, and he's oh. just, he fills out a little card and hands it to him, and that's it. So IDs back then were all handwritten? Yeah. Oh. That's what I'm saying. There's no picture, just handwritten. But there has to be some sort of like state seal or something. Something. <laughs> you would think. Well, it was a simpler time. It was the 70s, 50s. There so, were happy know. there were happy days all around. <laughs> but Pockets gets spooked. Yeah, Marion does it. Yeah. She scares the hiccups out of him. 
Which is she pretty sure cute. Does. It she's, is cute. She's like really thrilled about it. Yeah, too. she's happy. She's she's sharing another family secret, just like uh, when Howard had tonsillitis and That's she was right. going to serve him rum. <laughs> this is a, a frighten your own son and scare the hell out of him. Yeah. <laughs> it's very nice. Yeah, but like Richie that. doesn't get his thing. No, and he's upset about it. Potsy's got his because he did his first, and Potsy doesn't really seem to care. He's an absolute dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. He doesn't give a shit at all. He doesn't care. He he says he'll try his best, but he's not gonna. He's not gonna try. He's I mean, he's got. He's he's on his way to Eddie's. So. He's, he's on his way to Fast Eddie's Pink Palace, <laughs> the world's with the world's stupidest doorman. Who? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a real Herman Munster type. <laughs> but we do get after <clears throat> after they leave. We we get the. Longest to date appearance of Chuck. Yeah, and it's the a most whole substantial scene, and a great sad Tom Bosley. <laughs> nice shot. Yeah, Chuck. You know, I don't know whether to go for the points or the applause. Yeah, uh, uh, Chuck. I need to ask you a favor. Shoot. Could you loan me your draft card? What do you want it for? Well, going to a bar? Oh, no, no, nothing like that. Strip joint? Something like that. I'll lend it to you. You would? Except I already lent it to Bobby Gazzaria. Uh. Hey, look, I gotta go. Hey, say, hey, Potsy, hey. How'd it go? You get his ID? No, I struck out. Uh, I wouldn't worry about it if I were you. Why not? Because uh, I hit a home run. Oh, where'd you get it? Never mind where. The important thing is we're going to be at Eddie's Pink Palace tomorrow night to watch Bubbles McCall take it all off. <laughs> Joe Kilvinsky? It doesn't matter what name's on it. Oh, hey, this is terrific. Hair red, weight 135, eyes blue, <laughs> age 25. Yeah. Oh, God. I can't pass for 25. Sure you can. You wear a bow tie and look serious. Double E. See you later. 25. 25 what, dear? Oh, uh, 25 uh, years. 25 years that you and Dad have been happily married. Your father and I have only been married 21 years. But it's nice of you to try to keep track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the sad Bosley part actually comes right before right. this, where yep. he says, <laughs> because everyone's left him at the table. Everybody leaves him at the table, and he pours his own coffee. <laughs> it's after Joni asks for a 25-cent raise in her allowance. Yeah. Which, Ugh. again, pulling out the old inflation calculator. Yeah. A quarter in 1957 is equivalent to two dollars and sixty four cents today. Oh. She's asking for a lot there. Yeah, two bucks. Yeah. Okay. Think of what that could have got you in nineteen fifty seven. Yeah. <laughs> Seen a lot of pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. I I did look up Ron Howard's actual age. Yeah. Because I assumed he was much older than twenty five. Right. But he's nineteen. Really? When this was filmed. Yeah, because uh, Anson is 24 oh, at the time of filming. Ron Howard's this. just a little baby. Because, he, yeah, he was born in 1954. Gosh. 
he he God, he looks old. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of all he looked Poor that OP. age for a while. That's true. Yeah. So by the time he was actually twenty five, he was still look. You know, he was he aged into it. Yeah. He looks good in the latter episodes when um he has the mustache. He's got the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> His directing mustache. I'm serious director. Okay? <laughs> I also like how Chuck is changing his free throw from uh, underhand to overhand. <laughs> Chuck is a moron. <laughs> it's granny style. Come on. Yeah, Chuck. He's doing it for the fans, though, as he says to Tom Get Bosley. this guy out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they've been married. Uh, they've been married 21 years, which yeah. I guess would put them in 1936. Right. Yeah. They were married all through all through the Great War. Yeah. Then we got married during the Depression. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Who I knows? guess people did, but he opened up the hardware store and <laughs> it's hard scrapple times. But it all it all worked out in the end. <laughs> the boys the boys they go to uh, Eddie's Pink Palace. Another uh Another new location and a That's nice right. exterior uh, with the flashing lights. It yeah, looks really, it yeah. Looks, again, surprise! I, I can see why Mel, old Mel, was not around for more episodes. <laughs> He's just blowing his budget shooting these exterior scenes. He's got to have a crew. You're and, killing me, Mel. Yeah. Come on, we got a schedule to keep. Gary Marshall is just sweating looking at these budgets for we the can't do it. The Mel Ferber three. Yeah, <laughs> um, but they go there and we meet. Eddie himself. That's right. And his uh, apparently brain dead coworker, Maury. <laughs> he's got a real, I said a Herman Munster. He's like Herman Munster or Lurch or like any of those real tall, doofy characters from the time. Yeah. He be, I, so I looked up, well, first of all, Eddie, the yeah. actor's name is Arthur Batnides. Oh. So okay. a classic Greek guy playing an Italian guy. Right. <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, most famous for. Police Academy. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't believe I didn't. Played Old Man Kirkland in Police Academy 2 through 6. Old Man Kirkland? Gosh. If you looked up a picture of him in Police Academy, you would probably recognize Okay, him. yeah, yeah. But surprisingly, the Eddie character comes back to Happy Days. <laughs> they brought him back season 7, episode 23. Wow. A Potsy is born. Oh, does he perform at Eddie's Pink Palace? Yes, he does. And they actually bring back Eddie, which I cannot believe they actually brought him oh, back. Oh, that's right. He does. He sings. And Anson Williams really sings. Oh, wow. my gosh. I forgot. Watch for that episode in uh, five to six years. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the other, the the, the Herman Munster looking guy. Yeah. Uh, I did look up his filmography, and he basically just played, like, Cops or like thugs or you right. know this is a rare like comedy role for him. Oh. He didn't do a lot of a yeah. lot of comedy. Yeah. yeah, his character has a name. It's not just cop or thug. Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly. Another rarity in his filmography. <laughs> it's mostly just like I'm a tall guy, <laughs> bodyguards, <laughs> wrestlers. His probably. I believe his his uh, his his like on IMDb where it says you know most known for his most known for role is bodyguard number one in the sting <laughs> in the sting <laughs> yeah god okay which would have been this year that's right yeah so, big year for this guy he was coming up in the world big year <laughs> it's a pretty good scene you ain't 18 and these are fake ids oh this isn't gonna work hey boss 
It's a phone call for you in the office. You want I should take over for a minute? Yeah. Oh, and more. Watch it. Some kids try to give me fake IDs. Hey, don't worry, boss. Welcome to Eddie's. Enjoy the show. You mean I can just go on in? Sure. Unless you're a weirdo or something. Oh, no. No, no, ask anybody. Hey, Kolbinski. Joe. Oh, you got your ID. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Hey, wait a minute. Huh? Let me see this. Oh, yeah. You sure you're 18? Oh, sh sure. I've been 18 for a long time. When were you born? Quick. Uh, 38? I guess that's pretty close. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. So I do think that it, it I looked up again. Arthur from uh, from Police Academy. And yeah, he looks familiar. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yep, there he is. <laughs> He's just a real crank. Yeah, he was he on was... the original Star Trek too. Yeah. Yeah. He played one of it's it's one of those episodes where it's just like the aliens are just like a race. And he's like an Italian guy, basically. <laughs> his the, the his character's name is like D'Amato or something. Like oh my that. gosh, it's a classic. Um, but yeah, big big stupid guy. Yeah, I love it's, him. It's kind of good. You gotta love that. It's just some kind of weirdo. <laughs> and of course, Potsy is some kind of. Yeah, weirdo. he just tries to like breeze past him, like flashing his card, like this fucking guy. Potsy once again, just throw him out on his ass. Get rid of this guy. He's awful. Yeah. But now we get to the padding portion of the oh, episode. Where... <laughs> Sit down and relax, folks. You're going to be hearing Night Train a few times. They just... <laughs> the, 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 the boys walk in. I didn't pull the clip, but I did, like, the uh, waiter. Oh, it, yeah. It He's like, what do you want? Like, the two-drink minimum. Character actor sort of look to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, real craggly. A real gruff voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was good. But... um. But yeah, they they have to order two drink minimum. They order beer. And they get two beers. <laughs> they each get two beers immediately. Yeah, it was it just didn't again. Whatever. Uh, I guess we're in TV land or <laughs> <Yeah>. whatever. <laughs> but the performer on the stage is yeah. not Bubbles McCall. <laughs> no, she's not given a name. No, she's not. But Potsy she juggles ref- oh. like hell. <laughs> I liked her performance. It was really strange. She just like unblinking. <laughs> and... She has a real wild eyed <laughs> look to her. Yeah, she looks like strung out or. <laughs> Something. It's weird. I feel like she was putting on like her own personal art show for all these people and they just didn't know. Yeah, she's doing she's she's operating on a different level. Yeah. Than most of the like hooting <laughs> the hooting crowd at this place. <laughs> and they see two girls across the, the room. Right. The B girls. Right. So Ponzi says that and that the, the first dancer is a prelim. He like knows all the lingo. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 like a He's old dialed pro. in. Yeah. Yeah, he's it, <laughs> It's, it's very strange. I don't know where he's reading this. Maybe yeah. Ralph Mouth told him. Well, that would make sense. But yeah, yeah or girls. Yeah. <laughs> F- very little Fonzie in this. Uh, very, very little. He's got one pretty good line at the end. At the end. But yes. uh, well, yeah, very little Fonzie. <laughs> uh, yeah, we get the. It's, it's just an incredibly dull scene, though it did give <laughs> one of my biggest laughs watching. All of Happy Days so far, <laughs> when Richie makes a comment and Potsy responds. She looks kind of bored to me. Who cares? 
<laughs> I just, I know. I love as soon as it happened. I loved it too. Who cares? <laughs> and he just looks so. He's just so horned up. This 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 potsy guy. He's just. <laughs> he needs a release asap. Yeah, he needs to go lift some car bumpers. <laughs> Quick. Yeah. yeah, and like nothing is happening. It's like a woman juggling. And yeah, he, he can barely control himself. <laughs> Just a prelim. Just yeah. wait for Bubbles McCall. <laughs> yeah, which I thought I thought it was gonna go somewhere like the um, in the episode with the bachelor party, how that right. character was gonna like become an actual character. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They hype up Bubbles McCall. They keep this, saying her name. They say it a lot. <sighs> well, with a name like that, you can't just not say it over and over. It again. is pretty good. <laughs> but in between. Waiting, you know, in between the prelim and the main event. God. Which, this whole, like, show lasts a solid, <laughs> like, in, like, five minutes. Yeah. Like, in it's terms long. of, like, in-world, they're just there hanging out for, like, five to ten minutes, and, the and second that's the one, whole thing. The second one, that when I, when Bubbles McCall actually comes out, you yeah. see, like, her show pretty much just unbroken. Un- yeah, it's like <laughs> one take unedited. There's, yeah. no, there's no jokes. It's not It's not particularly, like, sexy. It's just this bizarre... She literally has bubbles going. Yeah, well, they make... They, they, they comment on that multiple times. How could they not? But in between the prelim and the main event, they do uh, find out there's somebody else at the, at the bar tonight. <laughs> bubbles coming out. She should be next. Patsy, did you hear that? What? It sneeze. It sounded familiar. What sneeze? <laughs> that sneeze. <laughs> Patsy, my father's here. Your dad? You have to turn your chair around or something. Gosh, come on. I could recognize that sneeze from a mile away. <laughs> but yeah, he's there with I, one of his clients. Yeah, he's like a guy, he's like a supplier to the hardware store. And so Howard has to like schmooze with him. And the guy always wants to come to Eddie's Pink Palace. Oh, yeah. He looks like a guy who would be frequenting Eddie's Pink Palace, yeah. too. He looks like one of those guys in the opening of Faster Pussycat Kill Kill that's just screaming. <laughs> faster! Faster! <laughs> yeah. Go! Go! He is one of those guys where you can just, like, feel the sweat coming off of him. Oh, and you can smell the sweat oh. from his, like, several days old shirt he has on. Oh, God. He's just so foul. I like how... As soon as the first dancer is done, like immediately, Richie's like, "Where's Bubbles McCall?" <laughs> yeah, like it yeah. just ended. Yeah, they've been there. Come on, they've been there probably I don't know twenty minutes, <laughs> and he's already done with it. Like he's not even interested in being there. <laughs> Scares the hell out of him. And then we get Bubbles McCoy's act, <laughs> which is nothing. She it's, just kind of walks around. They the... play Night Train, which I recognize <laughs> from uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> Marvin Berry and Starlighters play it too. It's pretty good. I know uh, I like it. It's, it's a good just song. Like... It's a it's a good it's a good song choice. But nothing happens in the scene. There's no like there's no like comedic there's no tension turn. with them. Like no. Like I thought it was gonna be like oh it's gonna be something where like Tom Bosley comes over and they gotta like hide under menus or something right. you know, like a classic <sighs> sitcom bit. Something to happen. The only thing that really happens is they think she's actually gonna strip and she doesn't. Yeah. And Potsy's disappointed. Well, that was the next clip. Potsy is very upset about it. How come they turn on the lights? <laughs> she didn't take it all off yet. Let's get out of here, Potsy. 
Ralph now said she took it all off. Hudson, let's beat it. What's America coming to when strippers don't strip? Hudson, this is our big chance. My father went to the men's room or something. Come okay, on. okay. What a drag. You can't even get away from your parents at a strip joint. So what is the deal with this place? Like, what it is mean? a strip club. <laughs> is it? I mean... Bosley says it later when he's That's telling true. him about it. He says yeah. the guy always wants to go to that strip club. Okay. I mean, obviously it's TV, so they can't show it. But like, is this just what it is? She like, d- wait, Bubbles like McCall does. Club? Yeah, it's more burlesque because she does take off her gloves, her well, long yeah. white gloves, and drops it on Richie's face. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little pasty Richie. And he's scared out of his mind, <laughs> as he should be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I kind of assumed. I know they keep calling they keep calling it a strip club, but I don't think it is. I think it's just like a burlesque show. <laughs> well, as long as Mr. C's loving it. Right, well. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that but that guy he's with is just so sweaty and gross. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> and Potsy, all he wanted to do was <laughs> he doesn't care about nothing. No. Nothing but She's gonna take it all off. Why are the lights on? Who wouldn't want to see a naked woman in a in a room full of uh, <laughs> <laughs> old men, three hundred pound businessmen in suits in Wisconsin? Can you imagine the stink of that room? Like, just smells like cigarettes and like cheese, <laughs> steaks, just awful, held over from the day before. <laughs> oh yeah, everything's well done, <laughs> very oh, <no>. well done. <laughs> but yeah, they do escape. They they escape without being seen by by Mr. C. Potsy's still sad. Yeah, Jerry's... and they, they go back outside the, the club, and there's yeah. a real nice shot by Mel where yeah. Richie is, like, in front of the flashing lights, and it's all you see behind him. And yep. kind of out. Of, it's wonderful. That's Mel. That's the Mel touch. That's the Mel touch. That's why I had to fire him. Yeah. <laughs> this is too good, Mel. Mel, you're great. You're fired. Get out of here. You're costing us too much money. Well, I wonder if his new Leave it to Beavers look anywhere near as good as his happy days. <laughs> the new Leave it to Beaver. But Richie gets home, and Tom Bosley's there, and he's not feeling so hot. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a towel over his head. Yeah. And, but... Richie is fucking busted. What did you do tonight? Oh, I had a business meeting. You know, nothing special. Oh. Oh. Well, I guess I better hit the hay. Richard? Yes, Dad? You forgot your souvenir. Souvenir? You were the center of attention. Now, would you mind telling me just how you got into that place? Well, I sort of used a uh, a fake ID. Well, in that case, you're sort of grounded for a week. And let me have that ID. Joe Kilvinsky, eh? If he were here, I'd ground him for a week, too. Dad? Does Mom know you were there? Yes, Richard, I told her. 
It was a business meeting. Every time this Fred Hegel comes into town, he drags me down to that place. And the better the stripper, the more nails I sell him. Richard, I tell your mother everything she understands. Then she knows I was there, too. No, that she wouldn't understand. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you had to see for yourself what you weren't missing. Yeah. Yeah, Bubbles McCall wasn't exactly what Ralph Mouth built her up to be. You know, I think that Ralph Mouth and Fred Hegel would get along just great. <laughs> They're both sickos. <laughs> get him out of here. Yeah, he says that place, but he does refer to her as a stripper, so... Yeah, I don't know. And he seems not surprised. Like, yeah, this is what it's going to be. What do you think, like... <laughs> What do you think is going to happen, Richie? <laughs> I don't know. I do know Fred Hingle is a pervert and a sicko. Well, he is a nail salesman. So well, so that's the thing. He's a so, nails wholesaler. Well, but he buys the nails from from Bosley. So he says the more the better the stripper, the more nails I sell him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I turned it around. So yeah. I was confused. I I don't really understand the nature of this hardware maybe, store. <laughs> maybe he's like a a construction guy or something. He, he gets like big batches of nails. I don't know. I just uh, yeah. Or or I I was just assuming that they were wholesale. Right. Like I thought he was from selling some the bigger Bosley. hardware store. Yeah, he's a nail magnate. He's a nail magnate of. <laughs> he's, he's like part. You know, he's he's got the Chicago land area. Right. Yeah. <laughs> on lockdown, Fred Hingle. Then he just comes up every once in a while. I love this seedy place in Milwaukee. Ever yeah. been to Eddie's Pink Palace? <laughs> Nothing Come ever on. happens there. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> But yeah, it's 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 another it's another classic Happy Days ending where Richie learns a lesson and yeah, and nothing really happens. <laughs> nothing happens, <laughs> and he's sick again. Bosley, he's always sick. Yeah, he's got problems. <laughs> Listen to that. That sounds terrible. I mean, you look at Bosley and you could you believe he's a sickly man. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> so you know, so I need to clean out those arteries in this guy. <laughs> Yeah, they just—I mean, again, his his photo, his like headshot on I'm on uh, Wikipedia is him with a cigarette, and he. Oh yeah, that's like that back hair. Yeah, it's from like the '40s, but he looks pretty much exactly the same as he did <laughs> on Happy. Just Days. slap a sweater vest on him, and you'll be good. Yeah, and then I like his sick acting though, like with his nose being stuffed up. It sounds—it sounds pretty good. He's laying it on pretty thick, but I like it. Come on, it's—it's it's, no, it's it's Happy good. Days. Yeah, right no, here. it's ha it's Happy. <laughs> It's happy days, all right. <laughs> but then we get our only Fonzie appearance in this episode in the Stinger. Oh, well, no, he's with Pockets, too. Oh, yeah, that's true. He is yeah. with Pockets. But, but he, he just, barely speaks. Again, that half that scene was missing. I had, like, a real missing. You, you uh, didn't, yeah, real missing. <laughs> you didn't miss much. It was like the kids would say a line, and then Fonzie would repeat it back to Pockets because they had to fill time. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we are stretching this thing out. <laughs> There's probably about 12 minutes of actual content in this episode. Well, you know. That's, that's the Gary Mar that's, that's yeah, Put that on, on Gary Marshall above his door. Yeah, that's what's on his desk. Like the buck stops here for Truman. Um, but you do get classic, uh, a, a, a pretty good Fonzie scene. He gets some good oh, yeah. lines here. Why'd you tell him that? I don't know. Because <laughs> bull makes the world go round. What? That's why you said it. Because bull makes the world go round. You know, Fonz, you really got a way of saying things. Yeah. That was very profound. You know? 
You're right. Where are you going? I think I'm going to write it on the bathroom wall. That about sums it up. Uh, yeah. Bull makes the world go around. What was his other graffiti a few episodes ago? Life is like a bowl of pits. Life is a bowl of pits. Yeah. <laughs> he does have a way of saying things. Potsy's right. <laughs> yeah. Not a great episode of Happy Days. No. Uh, pretty weak, but it's, you know. It's pretty similar to basically every other episode <laughs> we've watched so far, except for the last one. I know, you're a favorite. <laughs> the drop in, he's different. dropping in. Was, oh, he's dropping in, all right. <laughs> but it did at least have the Mel touch. The, oh, some yeah. Some nice visual touches that I'm sure will never be seen again. No, never. You can't <laughs> afford to. <laughs> We we'll have time. We can't afford exteriors. Because this is the shortest season, you know, because it was a, a mid-season replacement. Yeah. So every other season's like 25 episodes. Oh, yeah. They don't have time to shoot exteriors on a season Fuck like no. that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mel, get out of here. <laughs> Go direct your beaver picture or whatever you're doing. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got little beavers to shoot. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, join us next week when we'll be back in Jerry Paris Town. Hell yeah! For episode nine, Breaking Up is Hard to Do. I wonder what it's going to be about. The 50s, I think. Oh, okay. Mm hmm. Let's do that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>